tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, we had to wait for that. We really did. It was wonderful. You guys are adorable. Well, we've been waiting for this one. Hello, AfterBuzz fans and Transformers fans, and welcome to the Transformers Robots in Disguise After Show. We're going to be talking about the pilot parts one and two today, and... I'm sure we all absolutely enjoyed that. (laughs) If you have not already, you know, we're streaming live on YouTube. Please subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud, right? Yes, we are. We're on all of the things. Rate, subscribe, let us know what you think. And if you want to follow along on Twitter, we do have an active hashtag. It is ABTVRID. So, ABTVRID, it's alphabet soup. But... (laughs) Those of you who are following along on Twitter and watching us live, we have a question for you, and we want to see your tweets, and we'll talk about them at the end of the episode. Who do you want to appear in Robots in Disguise? It can be someone from the original cartoon, Beast Wars, the comics, whatever. Who do you want to show up in this series? Now, my lovely co-hosts, we have the beautiful Alexis Torres. Hey, everybody. The fantastic Emma Fife. Hello. <laughs> Megan, Lord Megantron Salinas. <laughs> hey oh, guys. that's so cool. <laughs> that was an autocorrect mistake that got way out of hand. <laughs> Best autocorrect that could have ever happened to me. That's what happens when my phone autocorrects Megan to Megatron, and it just it goes from there. And I am Katie Cullen. Now let's give us your Twitter handles. You can find me on all of the social media at atorres890. And you can find me similarly on pretty much any social media site at Emma Fife. And you can find me on Twitter at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. And I am at Kiaje, K I A X E T. So tweet us, use the hashtag, and we will talk with you guys at the end of the show. Also, if you are, because since we're streaming live to YouTube, yeah. I have the chat roll up. Awesome. And we already have a fan already in here. His name is Garrett. Hi, Garrett! Hi, Garrett. <laughs> and we're so happy that you're watching. We love you, Garrett. Thank you for showing up on the first day. <laughs> so let's get started. What did we think about this show? It's a sequel to Prime. It has mm-hmm. some very, very large shoes to fill. Yes. So what did we think about the pilot? I mean... I loved it. And here's why. I was saying this a little bit before the episode. I love Prime. I really do. But there's so many feelings. <laughs> That's why Prime is so good. is because it just like punches you in the heart guts over and over again. Repeatedly. Did you need, that? Did you need that, those heart strings? Did you? Okay. Yeah. I needed That's that. Exactly. I needed that. <laughs> exactly. And already right out of the gate in this series, it's so much funnier. Yes. So I feel like while this is still going to be a serious series, there's going to be a lot more moments of that sort of needed comic relief. Well, it's not war anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For for me, that's what's going to take a little adjusting for me because (laughs) I was so impressed with how good Prime was that it's it's almost an adjustment to be like to scale back a little bit and be like, no, it's okay. It's a little bit more of a different situation. Mm -hmm. The war's over. Yeah, (laughs) it's going to take me some actual time to get used to that because I really love the kind of dark and gritty and just like exactly how it was. Just like, oh, hello, heartstrings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you don't need to go. I can't do that. But at the same time, but at the same time, I really kind of like the lightheartedness. I kind of wish there was a little bit more comedy in Prime, but at the same time, it was so good that I was okay with it. For me, another adjustment is going to be this is a group that has to learn how to be a team, Mm -hmm. like Transformers Animated. Whereas Prime, they all started out as a family. And for me personally, I like seeing people start out as a solid unit and then go from there, then have to come together and get over their differences. See, I'm on the opposite. (laughs) I want to see the 
them struggle a little I, bit. I totally agree. I love how <laughs> different and dynamic these characters are and what an unlikely crew of heroes we I'm find just, ourselves in the company of. Yeah. Well, and I'm just watching the track of development for all of them. Like, Strongarm is eventually going to have to learn the difference between the letter of the law and the yes. spirit. And B's going to have yes. to learn how to be a leader without mm-hmm. following in the steps of Optimus or Absolutely. waiting for him to show up for another ethereal pep talk. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Jedi ghosted out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I have you. to say that Grimlock is my favorite. <gasps> I was I was expecting Strong Arm to be my favorite. I watched the sizzle reel at Comic Con. I've yeah. been waiting for this for almost a year, and then Grimlock shows up. Who's fighting? I hear fighting. I want to fight. I'm yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> Oh no, I like him big and dumb, yeah. and this is no. beautiful. He's a puppy. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when he popped his head out. I was like, you're going to be my favorite. <laughs> Done deal. And while we've come a long way from me, Grimlock, Grimlock, angry, <laughs> yes. the same level of intelligence with better articulation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely agree. It's better than him like being like the juggernaut of the series. Yep. Like, I'm the juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> well, they need him for that size, because if you notice, Underbite was huge. Mm-hmm. And we have no idea how long these cons have been locked away on this ship, how long it's been in orbit, yeah. what caused it to crash. Yeah. And Fixit's been there long enough to have faulty <laughs> oh wiring. Yes. I adore Fixit. He's I I, I wanna He's hug not- him. I feel like with Fixit, his behavior is so accurate for somebody who has supposedly been in total isolation for who knows how long. That's what, that was going to be my question. I was like, wait a minute, haven't you have no interaction? Yeah, like, exactly. how are you? All right, he kind of me? reminds me of the um, the robot in Treasure Planet. That's exactly what yes. I was thinking of, Ben. I like him a lot. <laughs> well, so thank you for that. And the other thing is, he may have had contact with Cybertron Command, at least when Command came back. Oh, golly, how long was Cybertron dark? Wow, oh. I just thought of that. <laughs> so, yeah, he's Stop blowing been... my mind, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a wonder that he didn't paint a volleyball and name it Wilson. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> But I wish he had. Yeah. That would have been great. So there's a lot of questions about how long ago were these cons locked Mm -hmm. up. We haven't seen Chompazoids and Dinobots before. We had a name drop for Dinobots in Prime. Mm Yes. But we hadn't seen them. And they outclass them in terms of size and weight. Yes. Hugely. Yes. So they need Grimlock on their team because they just need a heavy hitter. None of them can handle that. And how interesting that right out of the gate we have such a variety of Transformers. Like, I've never heard yes. of a Chompazoid, but we have Minicons, we have Dinobots, yep. we have Autobots and Decepticons, and yeah, it's right out of the gate, as opposed to Prime, which took a couple seasons before Insecticons and exactly. other things came up. It very much was focused on the epic struggle between the Autobots and the Decepticons for so long, and, yeah. and just kind of eventually slowly sprinkled in, but here it's, it's like you said, Megan, it's like, we just got everything. <laughs> here you go. I will, be, I will be amused if Vehicons show up. Yeah. I have oh, no yeah. idea where their places in Cybertronian society, aside from the fact that they're kind of a lower class. I really want world building for Cybertron. <laughs> this is nice. like, yeah. tell me everything. Yeah, I know. And in fact, I like the premise of this that basically Bumblebee Bumblebee, really only Bumblebee, but he got followed by other people, have been sent to Earth to basically recover and, you know, take out the Decepticons that crash-landed on this prison ship. But I would have liked them to spend some more time in Cybertron, so I do hope that they go back there because, like, we haven't had that much of a chance to live in Cybertron at this point. And we get the establishing comment from Strongarm that I wrote it down. I'm surprised you weren't made something more prestigious than a street cop. Yeah! Yeah, And the thing is, did did the bureaucrats all survive and come back and immediately put government back in place when Cybertron came back up? Which, congratulations, you fought a war for millennia for literally nothing. (laughs) Good job, everyone. (laughs) Here you go, guys. Back to square one. And did B choose this job? Yeah, that was going to be my question, because I was like, I feel like you could be doing so much more, but if you're going to be a B cop, sure, whatever. (laughs) Well, and let's face it, none of the characters we had on Prime are suited to be diplomats, with the possible exception of Ultra Magnus, but we Jack, forget it. No, <laughs> no, no way. RC no, no, doesn't no, have the no. patience. No, Ratchet, please. Ratchet would be going, you kids get off my lawn. <laughs> Ratchet would get things done, but everyone would hate him. 
Because he'd be like, do you want it done or do you want it done right? Oh. It's just gonna, it always takes me back to like when he was helping them out with the science project. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing I was like, you're such a grandpa. <laughs> you kids get off my lawn. Okay, you can come back on the lawn. I know this is your frisbee and I made some lemonade. <laughs> anyway, as much as we love Ratchet, he's not Period. Sadly enough. But we do have B almost immediately having his first remember who you are Optimus hallucination. But it also was in water, too. I was like, am I watching Lion King right now? What is happening? Where's your Fifi? He's like, do you guys, do you see that? And I was like, really? You think she can see that? And I just love that Strongarm was just like, you're right, sir. You meditate. I'll go take care of the puzzle. Because she's not someone who can really contemplate my CO is insane. <laughs> He's missing a couple spark plugs. Yeah. And we also get our introduction to Sideswipe, yes. who's doing donuts in front of the Optimus Prime statue, which Ugh. is like, you have nothing better to do with your life, do you? Yeah. Listen, I love a good anti-hero, so I can tell you right now that like I am on board with Sideswipe. <laughs> I was expecting nope. not to like him at all. I was expecting to be like, I know he's Darren Chris, he's going to be the speedster, and he's yep. got anime hair, and then five minutes <laughs> in, I'm like, hello. <laughs> did you not notice that? I did not notice that. <laughs> I, he's I voiced have... by Darren Chris and has anime hair. I was like, he's going to appeal to the kids, and yep. I'm going to hate him. See, no. I love Darren Chris. He's one of my favorite actors, and I'm like, yeah, Filipinos. But like, I have no problem with Darren yeah, Chris. No, yeah, but the thing is, when as soon as he showed up on screen, I was like, I'm going to hate you. <laughs> I really am going to hate you, because you just... Uh, no, what the, oh, like I can't. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, I could see what you're here for, so I can't well, get too mad. Because his role on the team is usually the role that Bumblebee fills. Is yeah. kind of the obnoxious, not sometimes obnoxious. It yeah. depends on which yeah. series obnoxious you're looking in at. Every series except for Prime. Exactly. Yeah, let's be real. The, speedster, the speedster yeah. is always a pain. I, yes. I mean, let's be real. Like up to this point, before Prime, basically, like Bumblebee fulfilled that like Jar Jar Binks kind of role. Oh, like, he was there. <laughs> hey, you said it, but. Like, I'm just throwing that out there. Not quite as bad, but like in the same vein of. You're not wrong, but that hurts. That's super hurts for me. He fulfills that same role in the. They all fill that role in the movies. Ooh. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. We're not. We're not going to no. talk so, about the Bay verse no, here. That no, this, that has no place no, I, here at this no, panel. I, I will punt it out of this room right now. Like, so no. and my notes at this point say, "Meanwhile, on Earth, on Caps, because <laughs> this is how we do things." We meet our humans for the show, at yes. least in so much as we know. We have Russell, whom his dad calls Rusty, Rusty. Mm-hmm. and we assume that dad has not seen kid in a while, because and, he seems yeah. to be stuck in the past. Yeah. But mom is working in Copenhagen, and so he's stuck in Crown City. I was like, In where? Middletown, America? I'm like, what's happening? What's the, what is happening with geography right now? I was, I was unclear as to exactly where in the United States of America this was supposed to be. Well, I think it's interesting that they have an actual town, you know, Jasper, Nevada. And then for this one, they make up a town. I know, so I thought Mm -hmm. that was kind of weird. But this one looked to be more of a bustling metropolis, whereas Jasper, Nevada, you're like, we need him to be out in the middle of the desert and we need a tiny city in the middle of flip-all nowhere to be next Mm -hmm. to it. Jasper, Nevada. Perfect. Yep. Picturesque. <laughs> boring. <laughs> I used to live in Cheyenne, Wyoming, so uh, perfect, okay. picturesque, and boring. is yeah. I've, I've done All that. Right. But we have Russell and we have Dad, who doesn't get a name until the second episode. I His know. name is Denny. <laughs> and Denny owns a junkyard mm-hmm. and doesn't actually sell anything. He's a little yeah. stuck in the a vintage salvage depot for the discriminating nostalgia. How do you earn also money? That, that was my first question. I'm yes. like, how are you sitting there cooking eggs and bacon? I, I know. Like, how are you able to pay for food? Yes. Well, Electricity. Because one of the first things he does is he's like, hey, Rusty, I'm going to go close a deal on these beavers. These like, no beavers. <laughs> this guy's got a complete set. Come with me. And I'm like, where are you getting the money to buy these things? Like, it seems like he just keeps adding to his collection, but he's he not selling alimony? it. Do you Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean. I legit don't know. Do you know. think he, like, inherited a lot of money, and instead of, like, applying himself or providing for his kid, he just buys all this nostalgic stuff? Yeah, because I'm still trying to put the pieces together of why their relationship sucks. Besides Probably the divorce. Probably because yeah. Rusty hasn't been Rusty Russell. 
the kid, <laughs> <That> child, child <laughs> hasn't been with Dennis for a while because yeah. Dennis kept all of the stuff that he used to play with, and this this is the hallmark of someone who hasn't actually seen or had a lot of contact with their child mm-hmm. in years. Yeah. Well, and it seems like Denny's just a big kid himself, oh, which yeah. Oh, yeah. in some ways can be great when mm-hmm. you're raising a kid, but in other ways can really not be. You yeah. have to grow up to an extent. And it's interesting to see the dynamic between Denny and Russell, where in many ways, like, Russell is the adult in this <laughs> yeah. relationship. Well, Russell was raised by a mom who is currently working in Denmark. Exactly. So, yeah. who knows? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I can definitely see their bonding being part of it, being part yes. of the theme of, oh, okay, yeah. we yeah. all need to come together. and Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes with the humans. And we have a crashed con ship. It's not a meteorite. I thought it was a meteorite as soon as it happened. I was like... How is this? No. Did you not know the premise of the series? No, no, no. Like, I just, I pretty much was just like, anything can happen. I just wanted to let it roll. (laughs) I I understand, though, because when this whole transaction is going down and Denny's like, I'm going to buy these statues from this guy, and he tries to get Russell to go with him, Russell does say he's going to go investigate the meteorite, and Dad's like, cool, just to get away from Dad. The first thing I was thinking, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're going to let your kid just roam around in the woods by himself? (laughs) He's probably done it before. These are probably fairly safe woods. And they're not terribly far from civilization, so your larger predators are only going to come down when they're desperate. Yeah, I lived in Colorado, too. But even if if there aren't giant fighting robots running around down there, there still could be bears or wolves or snakes. Yeah, we had, we had bears and coyotes in the woods where I grew up, and our parents left. Just like, it's not that unbelievable to me. I had a very, very overprotective mother who she was like, "You leave my side, I leave you there." <laughs> I lived, I lived in the desert myself, very similar to Jasper, Nevada, and there were tons of snakes and scorpions and stuff. And yeah, we we wandered around. Yeah, so. that's how the Decepticons got you. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so we're back on cyber. And we have B finding a space bridge in a museum and getting the second hallucination in five minutes. Because they are hallucinations at this point. It's called mm-hmm. like we see them. Yeah. And Optimus giving the vaguest instructions on I this know. or any other planet. <laughs> There's danger. We need you on Earth. It's a mission. See you there. I mean, if, if, uh, if Optimus had been like updating his Facebook page, <laughs> the absolute definition of vague booking. That's like, <laughs> Should I that's, be concerned? Are you alive? I don't, I don't that's know. That's more like a Twitter update because there's like a character limit. <laughs> See you on Earth. But it's not Smiley quite face. night vlogging. It's almost night vlogging, but not quite. Is anybody so wondering fun. why the space bridge is in the museum and not just actively Me. being used? Me. Me. Yeah, Me. Like, because they probably cut off contact with Earth. They're probably trying really hard just to rebuild Cybertron. I don't think Ratchet's on Earth anymore. Uh, yeah, probably not. Went, no, I don't he think probably he went came back, back after the end of Prime, mm. which sucks. But I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I know, but we we still need answers as to why they would just cut off the space bridge. Period, because there are other places they can use the space bridge to, to go, go to, yeah. not True. just specifically to Earth. But yeah, yeah. But you'd think they'd focus internally on rebuilding Cybertron. But it, it just makes me wonder what's going on behind the scenes in Cybertron when they're like, no, 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 no. We spend enough time out in space exploring and doing other things. We stay here now. I was this is say, why I want world building. It's close-minded <laughs> well, and it's kind of shady. Well, exactly. And I mean, that just goes to the idea of it being in a museum. Being in a museum means it is a relic. It is not yeah. in use. So it is interesting that that is where it is. But still functional. Yeah. I know. And the other thing that gets me, because they all wind up going through, they get it working, they go through, B tries to send them back, and that doesn't happen. And now we have our series. <laughs> is that... No one tried to contact them. No one sent anyone through the space bridge after them. Bumblebee mm-hmm. is obviously a known figure on yeah. Cybertron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he disappeared through the space bridge. It's not like we can look at the last known coordinates. And I know, right? Yeah. Bumblebee is only a lieutenant. He's got tons of people to answer to back yeah. at headquarters, presumably. Oh, yeah. Why are none of them going, hey, where did our lieutenant and his ride-along go? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't think many people care about Strong Arm, which is really she's sad. A yeah. she's, she's a cadet. She's a cadet. She's also our only girl in the series right now, and I will fight. For Arson, her. you oh. need to come back. Arson. 
Yeah. RC needs to come back and just terrify everyone. I have to say, though, I do love Strong Arm. Yeah. I love the... I feel like there are, like, two main tropes, basically, of your female cop hero kind of character. One of them is more of your RC type, the very serious, mm-hmm. the like grizzled past. And then your other one is RC, which is your like, which is, I sorry, I said RC again, is, uh, <laughs> is strong arm. I just love RC. I want her to come back. But strong arm oh, yeah. is awesome. And it, and it is that wide-eyed cadet, that like absolute adherence to the law, like, yes, sir, whatever you say, sir, we're going to be heroes. <laughs> I, I like her enthusiasm. She's yes. just adorable. Yeah. She, she has the handbook ready to go. And she is, she's she almost memorized. Yeah. yeah. And she's almost fangirling that, when yes. almost, I'm almost. <laughs> I literally actually wrote that down. I was like, oh my gosh, strong arm is just fangirling all over Bumblebee. <laughs> Specifically well, because the, he's a direct, like, protege of Optimus. You but were there! This is because she's heard the legends. Yeah. She's, she probably became a cadet because, because of, of it. Yeah. And she's super lawful good, and that's yes. going to come back to bite her. Yep, it Every is. time we see someone that's that lawful good mm-hmm. in any given series, it's like, I don't think you're going to die, mm-hmm. but this is not going to end well. Yeah. <laughs> if it were other series, you'd be dead already. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But that's just, that is going to be a ridiculous amount of fun. And they yes. wind up at the Maximum Security Prison Ship Alcamore. God, mm-hmm. that is was such a long... reason behind that name? I don't Alcamore. know. Yeah, I couldn't come up with one. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, Alcamore, does this come from something else? So, uh... Twitter it, fans, commenters, it, yeah. if you <laughs> have any something. idea, let us know. It doesn't, love to know. it doesn't sound like any of the ship names I've ever heard from Transformers before. It's mm-hmm. not like the Ark or the Nemesis or anything yeah. like yeah. that. It, it anything does, that it, makes sense? Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like anything I've heard of before. No. But I don't know. So, yeah. I guess just let us know if anybody <laughs> happens to know. Yeah. It might just be just a new ship since they are rebuilding mm-hmm. Cybertron. Or so maybe. a super old ship. Or a super old ship. Then I don't know. I, I think it'll be interesting. I'm hoping that they get to, again, world build more and we get to yeah. find out more things about it, whether it's from the past or now. Yeah. I think it's from the past because we have Underbite continually going on about how has no yes. one ever heard of me. Yeah. <laughs> and evidently he was a big deal <laughs> in whatever his time was. Yeah. Or in his own mind, anyway. <laughs> well, <that's what> <laughs> but we've also that well, Grimlock knows who he is, and Grimlock is yeah. the dimmest bulb in Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> but they've also been locked away together for a long time, so they might have gotten put away at they've the same been time. In stasis. Yeah, mm-hmm. or he probably just talks about it in prison. And all if the you time. look at the other clips that we've had released, it looks like all of our Decepticons are animal themed, and we don't yes, see we don't see so that cool. anymore. Which makes me think that again, this is something from the far past. Hmm. So we'll see because evidently they don't make them like that anymore. It, it, it's very reminiscent of Beast Wars. Very, yes. very yes. much so. Well, and evidently the um, robots in disguise that was released in what ninety eight, the anime really? one. Oh, I, the I never watched it. Anime. I remember that. Also had animal themed Decepticons. It did. Yes. Yeah. But I've according to Jeff Klein, this is not based on that. So I've, nope. Happy nope. coincidences. Mm-hmm. So we run into fix it. And then we run into Fix-It running into Rusty. Yep. And then we run into Sideswipe running into Rusty, which is my favorite interaction ever. Yes. Which yeah. is, what are you? What are you? What, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you were saying, the comedic timing on this is beautiful. It's great. Yeah, I laughed out loud so many times, and, I, and I, I just kept writing down in my notes. I was like, I just laughed. That was hilarious. What just happened? I got to rewind. Yeah. I think Watching my... it on DVR, it's like, I have to pause because I am losing it. Okay, back it up. What dialogue? Did I miss? <laughs> oh, I think my favorite robot human interaction in this set of episodes was just strong. I'm going, so this is a human poke, poke, poke. <laughs> I liked Bumblebee explaining what a dad was. That yeah. was yeah, great. Did you just say that? That was brilliant. <laughs> it's like older human with whom you share genetic makeup. Genetic. It's like, why didn't you just say that? That helps with the rearing and protection yes. of the other. It's like, and you rattled that off like... <laughs> How many times have you had to do that? <laughs> so, yeah, that. And talking about fix it, 
he's going to be interesting because he's the kind of character where they can try and play it for laughs and it will fall really flat. Yeah. You can see him get really annoying really quickly. Yes. Yep. But I think, was it you that said that he sounds like someone who's been isolated for a seriously long time? Yeah. I, I really feel like this is an accurate representation of somebody who hasn't had any interaction for who knows how long because as we previously established, we have no concept of how long this prison ship was just drifting through Mm -hmm. space. And I feel like with Fix It, because, yes, he could get annoying really fast, but I think that as it goes on, like, he'll start to put all the pieces back together, Mm -hmm. and he's probably maybe going to be a little bit more complex than we initially see him as. What I worry... Oh, go ahead, go Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) What I worry about... What I worry about is that they're not going to true that at some point they'll stop playing it for laughs and are going to be like take a note from Prime and pull at our heartstrings with it because That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He kind of reminds me, I don't know how many of you guys watch Agents of Shield right now, mm-hmm. but Fitz. he's kind of reminding me of Fitz, Fitz oh, at the moment. No. I know. No, no, don't do it. No. <laughs> and oh, it hurts no. just to think about what they could do with that from a dramatic standpoint. Well, and he's also super desperate for companionship. Yes. He immediately latches onto Russell. He immediately latches onto Sideswipe mm-hmm. and starts getting into the, what's your nickname? Well, I have this, but it's a long story. Oh, know, and there he right. goes. Yeah. Like, I know we played that for laughs, but I still want to hug him. Yeah. yeah. Or like, like in the beginning when he was like, what's your favorite color? Red. <laughs> 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 Literally exactly what I was about to bring up. <laughs> but he's, he's been alone for oh. a long time. And he's also aware that he has faulty wiring. Mm-hmm. So I have to wonder if he's been like this the whole time, and that's the reason they put him on a ship however many millennia ago and sent yeah. him out alone, because mm-hmm. no one wants to deal with them. Firestreak mm-hmm. uh, Rodimus PR says, Fix It is the new wheelie. Oh, oh totally. Oh. Absolutely. That's why I was looking at them going, you. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> we actually have a comment on Twitter oh. from uh, Therese Trujillo, who is the animation producer, I believe, for Robots in Disguise. (laughs) She says, strong arm is fangirling all over Optimus. Right. Which will make a lot... Can't can't blame her. Can't can't blame her. All over that. That's basically (laughs) what I said. It's like, she is fangirling all over Optimus, but she's reflecting Optimus onto Bumblebee because he's a physical presence and Optimus is a disembodied (laughs) something. (laughs) (laughs) He's, He's the ghost within the machine, but he's also so machine is that machina ex machina? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking and to Optimus' <laughs> head? Are you talking to the statue? <laughs> and I wish that, that they had kept that going for six episodes, yeah. half a season, the whole season. First of all, because I love the concept of an unreliable narrator. Yes. And because yes. it would be good to see a character where is he insane? Is he seeing yeah. things? Is he desperate? And not have him played off as a villain. Right. Because usually insanity means evil. Yeah. Yeah. And just have that be a question and have people worrying about, is he actually seeing Optimus? The audience is, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it could have been a whole episode. Yeah, and then play it out for a while before we get to maybe season finale. Oh, oh, that's a... And then there could have been an entire episode where, like in... um, not Return of the... Uh, Revenge of the Sith, where, you know, Luke Skywalker's mm-hmm. going through that cave, that crazy mind trip, and we could have been at an entire episode where Bumblebee was doing something and like that, and then we get a resolution at the yeah. end. So that, that that's missed potential, and I can understand for a younger audience, but at the same yeah. time, yes. younger audiences cotton on to a lot more than we give them credit for. Yes. Yeah. And it's also possible they couldn't have gotten Peter Cullen for that long. I have no idea. But the, the other idea. thing yeah. is that we don't know where they're going with this, and it's neither true. does Optimus. <laughs> <laughs> the universe credit. has a purpose for me. So I have that written down, too. The universe has a plan for me, I, because <laughs> the universe realizes that Optimus is indeed Robot Jesus. <laughs> yeah. My notes on this show. When he showed up, up at the end of the second part of the pilot, he even says, he's. they're like, are you alive? And he's like, no. <laughs> Just a Kanye shrug like that. <laughs> Let's talk about Underbite. Because we also get the introduction of Underbite, and he is a chompazoid, is as we so find awesome. out at the end of the first episode, 
We haven't seen anything like him in prime. Honestly, I'm unfamiliar with Chompazoids to yeah. begin with. I was going to ask. Yeah. Is this something new? Because I I'm not familiar with them at it all. Could, again, commenters, Twitter people, let us know. <laughs> Educate us. There's like 30 years of lore, so I'm, it's possible yeah. we missed something. Mm. Well, and evidently the thing with Chompazoids is eating metal gives them strength, which I think is super freaking cool. Yeah, he kept talking about how he ate Nuance City. I was like, he just ate the whole city. <laughs> <laughs> like residents and all? <laughs> I do love that we didn't go for cannibalism because that would have been a little too much, especially yeah. for a kid's show. Yeah. I got like, worried he when he bit Grimlock, to... though. I was a True. little, I was concerned. I he was going to take that arm. But no, that was just fighting. So, yeah. yeah. Still a kid's show. Wait a Still minute. a kid's show. What are those little machines in Prime that we that really freaked Everybody Scraplets. Yeah. Aren't they the same thing? Because I mean, they're not no. getting it, but they're not getting it for energy though. But they they're, still eat a lot. They're of like metal, locusts. Yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah, a little yeah. bit more mindless. The scraplets yeah. are like flying piranha. Yeah. Which I was. Which is a of. terrifying concept. Yeah. yeah. I don't even want to think about <laughs> that. No. Why just I love no. That. <laughs> he was screaming like a little girl. But <laughs> can you blame him? No, no. flying piranha in the face. <laughs> so I mean, I feel like they they could have been like some sort of um, different species that kind of the same thing that they eat metal. Except this, you know, chompazoids obviously are. Getting power from it, these guys mm-hmm. are just mindless little zombies that are like, "Ooh, metal!" So, I mean, I feel like they could be it's true something like that, but at the same time, obviously, yeah, yeah underbite is for sure a sentient creature. Is it weird well, that when I first we also it? saw him run down when he didn't yeah. have enough in his system, and then demand information from a bird, which is like, <laughs> which was <laughs> underbite the Disney princess? Was that bird traditionally <laughs> animated? It could have been. It, it looked it like it was really. I mean, it looked like something out of like Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> and it really was like Disney Princess Chompazoid talking to birds. He's just like, I want more. Uh, 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 I just wanted him to do that, and it just would have made my day. Um, same person, Fire Streak Rodimus said, Chompazoid equals the shark, uh, cons. I can never say that correctly. Sharkicons. Yes. From the original Transformers animated movie. Oh. oh those oh, things. That's oh, taking it back. Man. I repressed most of that movie. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I'm like, I don't remember it. Oh, There's so much of that movie. You were press all over that movie. I hate, hate, hate. Hate the things. <laughs> I hate them so much. That movie is so weird. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Very strange. But you know who was in that movie? Grimlock. And you know who shows up in the series? Grimlock. Grimlock. <laughs> I was so happy to see. I was never a huge fan of Dinobots in general. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, they're really? in the shape of dinosaurs. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah, dinosaurs. It was like. Okay, yeah. that's a thing. And now it's like Grimlock. I always liked <laughs> Dinobots because I was obsessed with dinosaurs. Yeah, me too. And I even wrote down. I was like, "Oh, it's Grimlock the Dinobot." I can. T- I was like, "I can tell he's going to be my favorite already." <laughs> Which I, he is because his personality is so dynamic. It's so funny because he goes back and forth from being like the really strong, powerful Dinobot, like I'm going to beat everything, and then he's like so dumb. Like, <laughs> he's like a dumb blonde in a dinosaur. <laughs> but I get the feeling that he might be the emotional intelligence Absolutely. of the team. That's what I'm hoping. The uh, Have you seen the clip for the next episode? No. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> pretending to be a car. What? <laughs> yes. Someone needs there's, to send me this clip so I can watch it. Someone actually linked it to me on Tumblr last night. I'm and I'm like, it. I don't even know who you are, but you know who I am and I adore you. Because <laughs> it's just that he doesn't have a vehicle mode. Which, no, oddly yeah. enough, we saw Underbite had three modes. He mm-hmm. had a Ra- oddly humanoid one. He had his animal mode, mm-hmm. for lack of a better, yeah. I don't know what he's supposed to be. <laughs> and shark. Had Land oh, shark mode. Land shark. Land shark. <laughs> and he had a vehicle mode, which was like, uh, Shockwave, is that you? <laughs> Tankity tank. Shockwave's still alive. <laughs> if, if he shows up in this series, I, I'm sorry, all of our heroes are doomed. Well, <laughs> no. It's so scary. Well, yeah, yeah he's Shockwave. Yeah. But we, Grimlock, for some reason, doesn't have a vehicle mode, and mm-hmm. maybe Dinobots can't do that in this series. But he puts on wheels and goes, oh, I'm a truck. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did like the scene when uh, they went into the junkyard to like pick their vehicle modes yes. when they were all going to go to the city and rescue it and stop, you know, uh, Underbite. Underbite from eating this city too. <laughs> I keep trying to call him Lockjaw, uh, and yeah, that's not that's, right. Yeah. No, when I first heard it, I thought he, they said said underbat and I was like it doesn't look like a bat at all. <laughs> <laughs> this 
one. Someone needs no. But then I was like, oh, under. I got it. It's a good thing that that bridge just nobody happens to be going in or out of the city. There might be witnesses. Zero witnesses. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I was like, I guess that the people who live in this city. Just they just stay there. They never. <laughs> They're a lot like Cybertronians, actually. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, exactly. They have a bridge to the outside world, but it's not really in use anymore. No, so we, plan don't worry was about that. To stop Underbite at the bridge using containment tools that fix it fixed. Except oh, fix really fix them. No, not so much. He goes from Bumblebee's favorite him. minicon to reconsidering those rankings. I just want to keep calling him Fix It Felix, and I'm like, no. No, can we fix it? Maybe. (laughs) Fix it, Felix. Actually, fixed things. Fix it needs a little work. Yeah, but he also had magic, so yeah. Yeah, So that doesn't quite work. But we have Sideswipe and Russell, and I can't figure out if Sideswipe just kind of told him what he wanted to hear, or really manipulated the kid. But if it was your dad, you know he'd be going. Because he's your dad. Yeah. A little different. A little different. And I'm with you completely. It's like, I'm not sure, because I don't think of Sideswipe as being, like, a noble, heroic character yet. But I don't think of him as being an evil manipulator, either. No. Yeah. Yeah, But he's a punk. And he's probably good at, you know, punks peer are pressure, good at peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure. Yeah. 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 Sideswipe probably just thought it'd be fun to get in on the action and was like, you know what? I'm taking this kid with, with me. me. He needs to get out. It'll be great. I've adopted a human. <laughs> We've we decided that the humans in Transformers, the robots view them like humans view kittens. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to take care of them, and they're adorable, and occasionally they get into trouble, and you have to help out. No, no, yeah. not occasionally. Every, <laughs> every, every freaking time. Yeah. Well, it depends on the kitten. <laughs> so, well, yeah. at this point, Sideswipe has adopted one of the kittens of the series. Yes. So, we're, we're going to see that happen, too. Mm-hmm. And the plan was to lure Underbite away from the city using more of the giant metal squirrels that he seemed to <laughs> Enjoy I never thought I'd say that sentence. Yeah, that was yes. a, that the was weird. Everyone wants the squirrels. Uh huh. Maybe maybe oh, it no. was because they looked animal like, and I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah, like, they don't were even try. He was all about those. Like when he first when uh, when Underbite first discovered those in the junkyard in his first interaction with Russell earlier on, like he was chomping on those things. He was just like, yes, I'm going to eat them all. (laughs) They specifically said they were aluminum and he called them dessert, so they could have been like Lay's potato chips. You have one and it's like, nope, I need the whole Fair enough. (laughs) Accurate. So they actually did manage to Mm -hmm. lure him up to the chasm and then start pushing him in and then he ate some of the squirrel. I'm sorry, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) And then he ate the squirrels and got power back. (laughs) Yay! But I, you know, it was it was kind of an intense moment when he picks the truck up that Denny was driving and starts crunching it. I thought he was was going to eat it. I thought we were going to get that scene. I got really worried about Denny because I mean, as we established in Prime, like they are not afraid to kill people off, especially in the first episode. (laughs) But that would have been a little dark for this series. No, especially for something that's like we have a lighter tone. Yeah, yeah. He's eating squirrels. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a really dark turn <laughs> for this very bright, colorful cartoon yeah. to have taken. Yeah. Hey, kids, guess what? Nothing's forever. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, wow. That, that took me deep. Oh, that's not nice. Transformers does the walking dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it did. Last year. It did. It did. Yes. absolutely did. Human horror movies in drive-in theaters. Oh, Aww. so funny. I can see Sideswipe doing that eventually. Yeah. What's there to do around here? <laughs> <laughs> but then Optimus shows up. Out literally Deus Ex Machina. I out of nowhere wrote the exact same thing. I was like, Optimus appears, Deus Ex Machina style. Well, mine says in all caps, "Hello, Optimus, what the butts are you doing?" (laughs) So I was just—he grabs Underbite and just throws him into the chasm, like like "Eh, you do. How did he get to be corporeal? I don't understand. He doesn't understand either. Are you alive? Well, he doesn't know the universe has a plan for him, and he has to go along with With it. it? This is what happens when you merge with God. (laughs) I guess. He is robot Jesus. I mean, yeah, he's come... 
He's come back to life a lot, <laughs> so yes. I guess it's not that out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just odd to, for a series that is very much billed as Bumblebee's team and Bumblebee's yes. series to suddenly have Optimus come literally out of nowhere mm-hmm. and then just disappear just as quickly. Well, we did have the I'm not Optimus moment earlier from Bumblebee, and mm-hmm. honestly, I was expecting that later in the series. But then we do have the follow-up of Optimus showing up and saying, no, you're ready to lead. You just need to step up mm-hmm. and stop doing the this is my mission alone thing. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't fly solo, Bumblebee. You gotta lead this team. You gotta unite them. Well, and how many times has he gotten lectured about it was foolish to go off on your own, you yeah. know, don't face him without backup. I get yeah. that that was the middle of war, but it's still the same idea. Well, and yeah, I mean, again, a big portion of the previous series was them being a team and being yeah. a unit and being yeah. a family. Mm-hmm. And I guess with everybody off doing their own thing, Thing, I guess he's sort of lost perspective on that. Is That's my only way yeah, of that, viewing it. That makes sense to me. I, I feel like we're just seeing Bumblebee dealing with a severe inferiority complex in the wake of no longer being part of a team where he felt secure and like he knew his place. Like he's in unfamiliar territory here. Well, and they've been warring for millennia. Yeah. And so this is a huge, huge shift. He gets his voice and his planet back mm-hmm. all in yeah. one go. Mm-hmm. So now what? Yep. Yeah. And he has to deal with a bunch of, you know, teenagers, as he calls it. And yeah. no longer has his well, mentor around, and exactly. he may not have ever actually dealt with that. Which apparently is just running around in his head, like, you know, <laughs> we need to talk. Remember who you are. <laughs> and he got promoted to warrior class at the end of the war. That is true. Yeah, so it's like, what what does a warrior do? And then <laughs> the war is cop. done. Exactly. And we did, this brings in more of, I want to know what Cybertron is like, yeah. because Sideswipe does make the comment about, you can't turn left on Cybertron without breaking some regulation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to know what's happened. the rules that Strongarm is rattling off are long and detailed. Seems like a totalitarian dictatorship to me, personally, but... <laughs> Prime, the war started because we There's saw these inequalities. inequalities. Yeah. And then Megatron, you know, got a bee up his tailpipe and was a little <laughs> crazy. But did, did we just have a Millennium War for nothing? That is a little bit what it feels like. It is, but it's still early, guys. I know, I know. I just want the World Bible. I want the big stack of papers, and I'll just be reading that for weeks going, then what happened, then what happened? (laughs) What's the government system? What's the class system? That was such an issue. Do they still have the gladiatorial pits? What's going on? If somebody could write a comprehensive guide to Cybertron and just, It exists. We just don't have access to it. What? Pretty please? Well, yeah, they use the production. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Of course. (laughs) That's yeah, just eat that like, to me. We won't. Yeah. I won't tell just anybody. Like, hey, Cartoon Network. Has Send it grown. as a PDF. It's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> just like really wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm sure we would all love that. But with any luck, we'll get flashbacks. We'll get people coming from Cybertron mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. contact with. We don't know if Fix It actually managed to fix the communication relays. Right. Uh-huh. But yeah, for now, Optimus is gone, but not gone. And definitely not forgotten. <laughs> and may or may not cause future hallucinations. We're not sure. Optimus is a giant cosmic question mark. And everyone else is on Earth learning to get along and having to track down multiple hundreds what? of Decepticons that are bigger than they are. What is it with Bumblebee having these giant awesome people and, well, I mean, Megatron's all, mm, but, you know, like... <laughs> he doesn't think Megatron's <laughs> awesome. I mean, yeah, It left it, him speechless. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm dark. not a good person. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> we were making Walking Dead jokes five minutes ago. What do you it's want? True. It's true. <laughs> You were saying. But no, like, pretty much just how, like, when he had to go into Megatron's mind, like, oh. how he was, he took over Bumblebee's body, yeah. and now Optimus Prime is just, like, you know, Mufasaing his brain. Like, it, I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Stay out of Bumblebee's brain, okay, guys? <laughs> Get out of my head! Exactly. He's got a couple spark plugs loose. He does. Mm-hmm. So, that's about that. Let's roll into predictions. Please. Yes. <laughs> and now, and the light show. The I adore this light show. It's <laughs> the best. Uh, I'm going to stick with my theory about fix it. 
that uh, he's going to be an unfortunate sob story eventually. <laughs> oh, no. I really hope not. I um, hope so. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just really, I, much as I was saying at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, yeah, I love the lighter tone. I, I like being heart punched. <laughs> punched. <laughs> and it is a sequel to Prime. And it's true. And we had a lot of, oh, mm-hmm. oh, my feels just died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm hoping for, as you guys were saying, that there's going to be more of an explanation about Cybertron. Yes. That's kind of yes. where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm like, we need to either go back or someone needs to give me some information because I feel like that was completely left out. Yeah. I'm with you. I think something is wrong with Cybertron and that is actually what's causing Optimus to come back. Yes. Ooh, I, yeah. I like I that. Agree. Like, there's something wrong with the planet itself and that's what's, what's causing him to, to keep reappearing. And yet he brought Bumblebee Earth. Well, the two planets are linked. Yeah, if you remember. So if there's there's something wrong with Cybertron, one can assume that there might be something wrong with Earth Earth as as well. well, Because the two planets are linked. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. (laughs) I want to know why Grimlock was in lockup. He's obviously he he wasn't aware that he had committed a crime. He didn't (laughs) know what parole was. I'm thinking he either took the fall for someone and was too big and stupid and belligerent to actually say, uh, no, I didn't do the thing. Mm-hmm. Or he was someone's hired muscle. Or yeah. he might have defaced public property and just like, not have realized <laughs> it. Okay. Oh, no. no, I agree. I feel like Grimlock was probably just an unwitting accessory to a crime. Oh, yeah. And I want to know what it is. But he, he does have a Decepticon muscle. logo. He does. So. He's an optimist for a hot second. So, uh, <laughs> that's also very that can be changed. Yeah. Well, I I said it before. I'll say it again. I think strong arms, lawful, good alignment is gonna come back and bite her really hard. Yes, I completely. Yes, agree. I think that's what her character needs too. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, she needs experience. It's yeah. easy to be lawful, good when you're behind a desk. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just something to you know put some fire under her butt for this one. I feel. And I'd like to see more of the Decepticons. I'd like to see them organized. Yes, because I'm kind of getting the feeling from some of the previews that it may not just be a monster of the week thing. I hope that we get a little team together. I think that would be great. From what I've seen of the previews, it looks like there is somebody who kind of rallies a little group together. Is that the stag? Not the stag. Um, the wolf, or I I think he's a wolf. He might be a a coyote of some sort, but he looks like a wolf. Yes, I have seen that as well. Yes, and I mean that makes sense. Okay, and going back to our question, we unfortunately, I didn't see any responses on Twitter from anyone, so I think it's just all of us. Who do you want in this series? Ooh. Wish list. Go. I kind of want RC to come back. (laughs) Yes! I'm all, I always am fighting for more girls, so exactly. for sure. But I, I want to see Ratchet. I know. Yeah. Into a I know. We needed that. Yeah. Yeah. Ratchet was my favorite from Prime, so yes. I, I hear you on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach back a little farther. Do as, it. I, I want everybody from Prime to come back, oh, yeah. humans of included, of yeah. course. Yeah. But if, if I'm also talking about just like wish list for any given Transformers canon that we've got, I would love Elita One. I would love like. Um, Moon Racer and oh, yes, 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 um, yes, yes, yes. Um, Blur. I know you want Blur. I want Blur to come That's back. That's a big open-ended oh. wound on your heart. Yes, it is. Oh. It will never go away. Well, deal. hey, we know Cybertron has paperweights. Oh, I hate you. You are such a jerk. I'm not a good person. Nope, um, not not at all. I also want more women. Mm. I also want Knockout. Yeah, <laughs> they may or may not be related. Yes. I miss Knockout very much. He was my favorite jerk. Yes. And I want him back. I also want Windblade, comics version. Okay. Yeah. That would be, because evidently everyone loves her. Yeah. So that would be fun and interesting. I would love to see Megatron show up. That would be great. Because he's doing his lone wanderer, finding myself meditate thing. Mm. And I really want Starscream. I was going to ask you guys. I subscribe subscribe to the nobody, no death comic book theory. Yes. And so I would love to see him show up. It would be so great to hear Steve Blum in the series. (laughs) I am sure Steve Blum will show up in the series. (laughs) Steve Blum is everywhere. Do you think the rescue bots are still on Earth? You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. They didn't... It, yeah. They, <laughs> I have no idea. I wouldn't be surprised either which way. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't see why not. You know. But what gets me is that B didn't say anything about contacts on Earth. That's true. Because you'd think mm-hmm. he'd look up Agent Fowler. He'd look yeah. up Ratchet. Yeah. Ratchet were still there. <laughs> and he yeah, does know leave that... Agent Fowler out of it. Oh, <laughs> hey, we have another. We have another comment from Teresa. Oh, Was no. Grimlock an unwitting accessory to a crime? Teresa, you are a wonderful human being. We have, we have some people in the chat. Um, All right, Jay Meister twenty two says steel jaw. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. that's a thought. That would be fun. Jetfire. <gasps> Jetfire! Jet <laughs> I agree with you. I want Jetfire back. <laughs> I feel um, like Steeljaw is confirmed for this series. Maybe I, I'm crazy. I, 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 didn't, right. I haven't read anything there, about there that There are yet. a couple. Do you IMDb on yours? Do you have internet access on I that? I do. What, what kind of bummed me out is I looked at IMDb and they have somebody cast as Air Razor, but Air Razor's not a girl. It's a guy who's oh, doing Air Razor. Super disappointing. That. Disappointed, for sure. Let's I am so see. sad. If yeah. I can get... I got Wikipedia. Or, you know, Arachnid's yeah, still enough. conceivably I, alive. Oh my gosh, she I would kind of like her to come back. I would love it. She, well, she, she's a crazy zombie thing and has zombie insecticons. That's now. Exactly. We're not equipped to handle that at this <laughs> point. Oh, she terrified me. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, it's okay to be terrified and attracted at the I, same time. That is the Gina Taurus effect. Yes, so you guys actually want to know? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've looked at I the character sure. list. I just yeah. don't remember All everything. Right. So, me too. what Wiki has told me, uh, Autobots for Bumblebee, we already know who's in Bumblebee's group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For other Autobots, we have obviously Optimus Prime, Jazz, Drift. Oh, oh yeah. Jazz! And Drift. Drift. I've seen the Drift action figure. Yep, and we have Jetstorm and Slipstream. Okay. All right. And for now, for Decepticons, we've got Steeljaw, Underbite, yes. Hammerstrike, Bisk. Wait. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> you know, he is you probably know, the lobster. I bet that is the lobster. Yeah, I was like, that sounds like lobster. Okay. <laughs> it sounds <Bisque>. delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hungry now. Okay. I know, Chop, right? Chop Shop, Terra Shock, uh, Thunderhoof. Ooh, that Felt. might be the stag. Um, Filch, Minitron. Which mm-hmm. Minitron? That's what it says. <laughs> Speaking of which, the, the soundtrack tick. sounded very Tron-like. Yeah, by the way, it's Minitron. It's a cyber tick who can attach itself to other Cybertronians and control them by biting them. Oh, that oh, sounds we're gonna terrible. Have one of those episodes. I'm so Ooh. excited. That's oh, so Matt, any bets on who it's going to be, or will they switch? Uh, Bumblebee, maybe. Oh no, no, no. um, Strongarm. Yes, oh. I think it's going to be Strongarm. I completely agree. We can, well, well, I think that's the end of our wild theorizing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being played off. Uh, so Get Alexis, out. you want to tell us where the people can find you? Yes, you can find me all over social media and here at AfterBuzz TV um, at atorres890. And you can do the same for me, Emma Fife at Emma Fife. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I've started writing articles for the Movie Chick. So go check those out. Ooh. All right, and I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaje. That's K I A X E T. I am also on the Arrow After Show, which is coming back this week. Woo-hoo. Thanks again for watching, guys. Transform and roll out. <laughs> Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Under. Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 